Welcome back to the Brookwood Ministries podcast. So here's a question. How do you stay connected in your relationship with Christ when the hectic nature of the summer months throws your routine off course? Well, that's the subject of this summer podcast series from Brookwood Care Ministries. So let's join the care pastors of Brookwood Church as we learn how to have faith on the go. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us here at the Care Ministries podcast at Brookwood Church. My name is Gene Beckner. I'm the uh, care pastor here. And with two fine gentlemen, Joshua J. Masters and Douglas Wildman, associate care pastors. Anything you guys want to say? Howdy. Just glad to be here again. All right. Me too. Well, um, the summer is upon us. And so we thought it would be uh, pretty good to talk about um, how do we keep our faith strong uh, during the summer when schedules are different <clears throat> and um, there's lots of things that are vying for our attention and our time. And so um, these series of podcasts are actually uh, entitled Faith on the Go. And uh, for those of you who are listening to this, you may actually be in the car somewhere going and you're deciding to listen to this. So it might be quite appropriate um, to, to uh, listen to it while you're not in your normal flow of things. And, um, you know, I think we can all attest to uh, when the summer comes, when school's out, um, things sometimes get difficult um, to stay focused. Yeah. Um, you know, I-, I can remember growing up <clears throat> in Myrtle Beach and Memorial Day to Labor Day was you know, that was kind of the summer, you know, even if you were still in school Memorial Day, um, you know, the beach and the ocean, and we had amusement parks down there. And, you know, the the thought of staying connected to God was kind of the last thing on a lot of people's minds, you know, mm-hmm. and, and research says that church attendance and church giving is down, you know, during the summer, and it picks back up after school gets started. So, you know, the question becomes, how do we stay connected you know, how do we stay um, intimate with the Lord during a time when it's really easy to get, uh, if we're honest, lazy, undisciplined? And and sometimes it's really good stuff. Like for those of us who have children, there are um, a lot of activities going on. There's camps going on, um, you know, and then we take family vacations. But I don't see anything in the Bible, and you guys can, if you guys see something, please let me know. But I don't see anything in the Bible where it talks about just having seasonal faith. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, that somehow during the summer you're not supposed to stay as connected or that God kind of understands. You know, there's there's nothing about that. In fact, I think Josh is going to read some scripture later that uh, from Deuteronomy that tells us, you know, this is this is how you should live your lives. Right. What was, just for you guys, what were your summers like growing up? Well, we certainly didn't get to go to the beach all summer every year like some fancy folk like you. Hey, I was, I was <laughs> um, working. <laughs> <laughs> um, we spent most of our summers at home and occasionally would go to Old Orchard Beach, which is not like the beaches down here, which are nice and sandy up in the north, it's rocky, rocky and yeah. whatnot. But we, but we'd go for short spurts uh, on vacations or to like York's Animal Kingdom. So we'd go on these little adventures. But even when you're home, the summer 
is crazy, right? So you were making the point, well, what if you're away from home and your schedule is completely changed? Well, even if you're staying home like we often did, Mm -hmm. I think still your rhythm, which Doug is going to talk about in a few minutes, your rhythm gets changed because, you know, there's activities, there's sports, there's uh, no school structure to hold you in. You know what I mean? So there's sleepovers, there's campouts, there's, you know, the like two weeks that I was a Boy Scout, there was, you know, that distraction. Um, I could not get that fire started, but that's that's a different (laughs) podcast. Um, (laughs) What about you, Doug? You know, is it a bad thing that I don't remember? I really cannot remember very much of it at all. It was, I just, I do remember being bored. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. And I also remember my parents saying, don't you dare tell me that you're bored because we're going to give you something to do. Mm. And so I would spend a lot of time at the swimming pool, you know, the public swimming pool. And it was pretty lazy. You know, it was pretty, uh, pretty much just hanging out in the sun and. That was pretty much it. Not a lot of busyness, so to speak. Now, you grew up in Southern California, right? That's right, yeah. Right, so it's always vacation there. Oh, yeah, that's it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Josh, I'm sensing some issues here. I was on the East Coast Beach. He was on the West Coast. How does that make you feel? You're you're with some rocks up in the north. Well, we can have a session after after this podcast is over. But But I think, Doug, you're making a good point about, you know, the the structure – you know, we sometimes we don't realize how much we depend on the structure of school, the structure of even in church settings, the structure of programs and and um, uh, you know the, the kids going to their you know appropriate age group. But like Josh said, you're going to talk about kind of what Jesus says about the rhythm of, mm-hmm. of relationship with Him. Yeah. Oh, that's me. Okay, that's yes. You. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'd like to uh, read a uh, a passage. This is uh, Matthew chapter 11, uh, verses 28 through 30. And um, I, this is going to be from the message, um, which is not really a translation. It's more of a paraphrase. Um, but, but listen to what is being said. Jesus said, are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Come to me, get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me, and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. Um, I thought that was uh, pretty well put because I think we're we were talking about this yesterday about how we as a society, tend to be overly scheduled, as it is. And um, I don't know the standard thing when you ask somebody, so how's life been going for you? The word is busy. As if somehow being busy is um, kind of like a badge of honor. But you make a good point about being hurried. Jesus was never in a hurry. Yeah. Now, he may have had a purpose, but you don't ever see him stressing out. And so here he is telling us, Hey, learn from me. Learn what you know this unhurried or what this this yeah. rhythm of of grace is. And you know, the summer, it it always seems like oh, we're going to have all this time. Yeah. But yet, you hear people say they're too they're even busier during the summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like it doesn't make any sense. Why do we do that to ourselves? Yeah. You know. 
And maybe, maybe the summer is actually a time where we can really connect with God in, in ways that we normally wouldn't because we are so programmed all of the time. You know, it's an opportunity for contemplation, you know, um, sitting in his presence, you know, kind of like that, that uh, Luke story, uh, Luke uh, 10, 41, where he says, Martha, Martha, you know, you're, you're anxious about many things, but there's only really one thing that is necessary. Do basically do what your sister is doing. She's sitting at my feet. She has chosen the better portion, um, and that will not be taken away from her. So this is kind of an opportunity for us to break away from the regular, the regularly scheduled program, uh, in order to sit at Jesus's feet. And I think it's a it's a natural rhythm of the year, uh, an opportunity for us to um, switch things up a little bit and to actually engage with with Christ in a different way. And you know what comes to mind when you read that, Doug, is you know how do we respond when others are pressuring us? to do more. Because in that story, Martha is telling Mary, like, why aren't you helping me? Like, look at all this stuff that has exactly. to be done. There's so much that has to be done. And Mary's like, no, I'm, I'm sitting with Jesus. Yep. Right? So there are going to be people in our lives who are like, why aren't you doing Little League? You should be doing Little League. Why aren't you going to the beach? Why aren't you doing this? So even uh, as we continue to talk about how do we connect with God while we're doing all these things, Another question is, do we have to do all these things? Right. Yeah. Right? Yep. Yeah. And and I like what Doug said as far as looking for different ways to connect with God. Programs uh, in and of themselves aren't bad. You know, no. have being in a small group right. or, you know, being in a women's group, a men's group, our kids being in their appropriate age groups. But that idea of contemplation or that idea of meditating mm-hmm. – um, you know, uh, we'll talk about that over the next couple weeks. Um, mm-hmm. You know, different different ways to look at how we are connecting with God. You know, because we can all fall into ruts and habits of sitting with our coffee, with our you know Bible and a journal, maybe, and you know, spending thirty minutes or you know however long we spend time and praying. And then the summer comes, and we're all over the place, and we're like, oh, I haven't had time for my quiet time. Well, maybe we need to look outside the box. Yeah. And like Jesus is saying in that, that version from Matthew, hey, come and learn. And that's what and the same thing with Mary did. Mary learned more about who God was and so uh, through who Jesus was. And so I think you're right. The summer offers a unique opportunity. It sure does. Because yeah. you're not in the structure. Yeah. Now, for those people who love structure— the summer could be quite threatening because you're like, I don't have my small group. I don't have my men's group. I don't have my women's group. Well, great opportunity for you to learn a way to connect with God that may, that maybe you haven't done before. Exactly. I love here at Brookwood Church how there's a constant reminder of asking God, what do you want me to know? In the summer, I mean, it's no different in the summer than it is in other times of the year, but sometimes I think we can get so caught up in the program that I think we can actually, our, our relationship with God can suffer. So so having that time to, you know, I've said this already, but to just contemplate, just be in God's presence, um, talk to him, engage in an ongoing conversation, like it says, you know, pray without ceasing. This is a great opportunity instead of a... Um, something that gets in the way. Yes. You know? 
And so, Josh, you were going to take us back to the Old Testament and how God was directing uh, Israel on how to keep that. That's right. Um, But it's actually not just Old Testament because it's exactly what Jesus quoted. This is the exact scripture that Jesus quoted when he was asked what was the most important thing. Mm -hmm. So it's both Old Testament and New Testament. But Deuteronomy 6, 5 through 7 says, And you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your strength. And you must commit yourself wholeheartedly to these commands that I am giving you today. Repeat them again and again to your children. Talk about them when you are at home and when you are out on the road. Ah, on the road. When you're going to bed and when you are getting up. Deuteronomy 6, 5 through 7, that's the NLT version. So the idea of that is Christ should be our focus. Well, when Christ says it in the New Testament, it's Christ. The Jews would have read it in the Old Testament as as Yahweh, God, um, should be our primary and only focus. It should be the motivation as we move through the day all the time. So one of the questions when we look at how does the summer schedule change how we connect with God, and I like what you said, Gene, is how do we stay intimate in our relationship with God? Well, in order to stay intimate, you kind of have to already be intimate, right? Right. So Mm -hmm. It's a lot easier to find that rhythm with God if you're already in a rhythm with God and you don't need to um, have a specific structure, right? Mm -hmm. It's that you're intimate with God and whatever you're doing, whether you're on the road or you're going to bed or you're getting up or wherever you're going, that you're connected, never ceasing, always connected to God, always connected to Christ. It's a question of legalism versus heart. Right? Are you tr- trying to fulfill a structure? Like, okay, I'm on the road, so I can't sit with my coffee for 10 minutes with the Bible, and that's how I connect with God, so I guess I just won't do it. That's not really connecting with God. That's, that's, that's an exercise. That's a discipline that's missing the heart of what it means to connect with God. Because right. you can't outdrive God. He, he's not like, well, I didn't expect you, you know, Gene, you're a Christian. You shouldn't be speeding on your way to Myrtle Beach. I can't keep up with you. He's, <laughs> he's going to be with you wherever you're going. Um, and so sometimes we, if we don't have that closeness with God and we break away from the structure, like, so now there's no structure, like you said, and we might have the attitude of, I'm going on vacation. I'm going to Mexico. I deserve to have a break from the structure. I deserve to rest. I don't need to do my Bible time, right? And that's an indication of a heart issue Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. I'm not truly connected Mm -hmm. with God because I don't need that structure. And if you have brought yourself to a place where you feel like you need to rest from the structure, you're not following the commands of God because he tells you to rest throughout the week, throughout the year. So if you're pushing and pushing and pushing all the time, in a way that you're not getting rest so that when rest comes, you have to completely drop everything, that's not a healthy way to live. So that's something else to examine. So as we go into the summer, and whether we're staying here like I used to do at my house, or you're going away for the summer, or you're going away for a couple weeks, you're hanging out the pool like you, Doug, like how are we carrying God with us? And I think that's what this verse in Deuteronomy is all about.
And I think that's what, what we're going to do over the next few weeks is, um, you know, talk about how we do that, you mm-hmm. know, because, again, um, you know, a program or a structure can become a golden idol calf. Yes. Yeah. You know, yep. Yep. And, and, I, and I like what you said. If, if, if you're so burned out that you feel like you need a rest, mm-hmm. then this might be a good time over the summer to evaluate the program or the structure you have and how you're approaching it. Mm-hmm. You know, because a, a structure or a program is a means to an end, and the end is the intimacy with God. If the program or the structure becomes the end, then we probably will get burned out because now we're doing, and again, it, it, it has the tendency to go into legalism. Exactly. You yep. know, as opposed to, again, like what Doug is saying, the rhythm, Jesus saying, hey, come, come experience the rhythm. Mm-hmm. But you, like you said, Josh, you have to have intimacy. And so as we read the Deuteronomy part, wherever you are, you're going to bed, you're waking up, you know, you're traveling, you're at home, it really doesn't matter. Keep these things on your mind, on your lips, mm-hmm. on your heart, and just keep going. And so it's interesting because I've had many conversations with people like the whole thing about, oh, I didn't do my quiet time, and then they feel guilty. And it's like, well, do you feel guilty because you didn't do something? Or are you missing God? Mm. Because yeah. if I'm guilty because I didn't do something, then you're right. We're, sl- we're slipping into legalism. Yeah. And yeah. now I'm upset because I didn't do the thing, as opposed to the experience of spending time with God is the part that should cause me to be like, man, I missed it. Mm. Yeah. And I know we're going to be touching on this, but how far of a cry is that from what David said when he was saying, I love your law and I meditate on it day and night, you know, um, it was not a burden. Right. You know, it was, it was comfort. a comfort. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because it brought life to him. Yeah. Well, cool. Any Anything else you guys want to say before we wrap up our intro here? I'm just excited about this new series, so. Yeah, I am too. I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, having our special guest. And we do have a guest coming. We're not going to tell who it is or when, but uh, we'll all be surprised when that person shows up. See how I did that? I didn't. I, that was very gender neutral. You well like that? Yes. That was real gender neutral. <laughs> yeah. So uh, well, let's pray, and then we'll uh, we'll let everyone go back to whatever they're doing this summer. God, thank you for just a reminder in your Word about your desire to be with us, and the invitation for us to be with you and to spend time with you. And Lord, I pray that uh, that this summer, Lord, uh, something new. Uh, will grow in us and that we'll experience you in a new way, that we'll find different pathways to that intimacy with you uh, that maybe we've never tried before. And then we get to see a different side of you and glorify you uh, as we do that. And so, Lord, I just thank you for loving us and for never leaving or forsaking us. And it's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. 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 Thanks again for listening to the Care Ministries podcast from Brookwood Church. If you'd like more information about today's topic or you need support, you can call us at 864-688-8355. You can also learn more about Care Ministries by visiting www.brookwoodchurch.org care. And make sure to check out all of our upcoming events and support groups on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash brookwoodcare.
We'd love to be an encouragement to you as we walk together in a healing relationship with Christ. Until next time, God bless.